0: Scams are successful because they have perfected the art of operating below the radar, right under the noses of the authorities in every corner of the globe, using social media networks to scam and execute at lightning speed. They do it so well that people deny the fact that they can fall victim to scams, and that's exactly why they are so successful. Then there's a myth that only stupid people get scammed. There are all kinds of intelligence, though. Be that as it may, we forget that we are all members of the human race, first and foremost, and because of that, we are, as humans, we're wired for connection, and we long to feel acknowledged. Well-known psychologist Dorianne Wheel states, irrespective of how intellectually smart or how successful we may be in the t- traditional sense, we all need attention, recognition, and love. These are basic human needs. And that fact makes us all very vulnerable to scams because they artfully and very successfully exploit these needs in us because it's their full-time job. It's that what they that's what they do for their day job. That's what they live to do night and day. Deception, manipulation, and theft are weaved into elaborate cyber crimes of which scams is just one segment. And scams are successful because because their power and their ability to deceive and manipulate is grossly underestimated. They are experts at developing trust over a long period of time and in alienating unsuspecting victims from their circle of influence and trust today we're going to speak to a survivor of cybercrime jillian goldman bentley so don't go away we will be right back welcome to the show. This is episode 13 of the Responsible Social Media Show. I'm your host Brigetti Lembanda from Cape Town in South Africa. And our guest today is Gillian Bensley Goldman. Gillian is a survivor of an elaborate
1: cyber crime. Gillian, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brigetti. And thank you for highlighting this increasingly and alarming phenomenon in the in the social media world Uh, i do believe it's going to increase because of the um, extreme sophistication of the syndicates of scammers
0: oh absolutely and i want to welcome our audience on linkedin on facebook on youtube on twitter on periscope welcome everyone i am monitoring the comments Um, So feel free to engage with us, and uh, if you have any questions for Gillian, please feel free to share those questions as well. So Gillian, tell us a little bit about who you were before the scam.
1: Well, I ran a highly successful public relations business in the luxury hospitality industry for the past 30 years, and I had published a few business books. And nevertheless, the reason I became involved in social media is because I wrote a novel and the publishers told me I needed a strong social media presence. Therefore, I engaged on all the relevant platforms and wrote the copy and had it presented in a professional way. And little did I know that my telephone number was also included in um, platforms like Facebook. This was a big mistake because it opened me to all these scammers out there who are looking at profiles of people like myself.
0: So, it's significant to know is that this happened at a certain time of the year and you were busy publishing your book at the time, is that right?
1: Yes, it is. My uh, first novel, it's part of a trilogy called Dark Secrets. Uh, The following is Darker Secrets and the last one was Darkest Secret. Nothing to do with scamming, of course. Um, nevertheless, it was close to Christmas. Our offices were closed as most offices do close in the country at that time. And we reopen um, in the early part of the new year. Uh, Christmas is not a particularly happy time in my life because I believe it's a family time and I am lacking in that field. And so it's a particularly sad time. And a time when I had time to think and reflect and um time to be i guess vulnerable yes the word is vulnerable and uh, but lonely one has to say that and more um um vulnerable to a person's um reaching out to one for nefarious reasons.
0: So that's an important thing to uh, to be noticed. And I want to say welcome to Sebastian um, Oni from Australia. And I also want to say welcome to Karen um, Glaser, and she's joining us from the U.S. Very glad that you could join us. So this is one of the important things to note: is that the scammers are particularly um, adept at finding people who have any kind of vulnerability. Remember, this is their day job. So if you post, and this is the reason why we need to be extra careful about what we post and how we post things on social media, because they will hone in on individuals who have some kind of vulnerability, and they're very good at looking at what you post online. Um, They will read what you post online, and they will use that to approach you in a manner that you will not suspect. Um, And welcome to Kathy as well. So what happened next? You They established contact with you. How did this progress to the point where you became a
1: victim of scam? Well, it happened to me on Facebook where a particular person um, came in to be Italian, but living in Camps Bay um, in a luxury lifestyle, um, always in luxury lifestyles, and um they uh, befriended me on facebook and moved the conversation to whatsapp and email
0: so i just want sorry to to interrupt you there because this is a very important um, aspect of scamming that you need to be aware of scammers will always meet with you on social media first whether it's facebook just because facebook is the largest platform and that's where they mainly find people but also be aware that instagram for example, is rife with scammers. It is full of fake profiles as well as Facebook. There there are thousands, literally thousands of fake profiles on the social media platforms in addition to dating sites. And I'm not going to exclude LinkedIn as well because it happens on LinkedIn as well. So they will identify you on a social media platform and they will quickly move that conversation offline, as Jillian was saying, either onto WhatsApp or SMS um, but some form of more personal communication. And then what happened, Julian?
1: And then what happens is that they contact you really frequently, mm-hmm. perhaps three or four times a day, checking in on you sort of thing. Uh, Tell me about yourself. What colours do you like? What flowers do you like? Um, what turns you on? What uh, don't you like? Um, so they are gaining information, which I gather are actually um, scripts written for them so you, you're absolutely right
0: it's very very scripted and that is why people underestimate them they kind of use a system of if this then that so if you say something their script will tell them what the next line is they they they're extremely in fact the way i often describe it to people is that they put the u.s army to shame that is how professional they are
1: in their approach i have to agree because at no at no stage does it look like they're not um of their, that they off their game, um, and somehow the conversation becomes more uh, shall amorous, we say amorous, <laughs> intimate, loving. Um, you're beautiful. You're amazing. You're what I've been dreaming. But I about. want to interrupt you there
0: because this is another important uh, facet of the scamming, the art of romance scamming in particular. Is that you know? Generally, when you're in a relationship, you will use terms of endearments. That's normal and that's natural. Yes. But what is different?
1: Well, they also use the terms of endearment. Ah, uh, yes. How? What would you like me to call you, babe or um, darling or this sort of thing? And but it's, actually, it's 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 overly it's overdone, overdone isn't it? Overdone. That is that is
0: the, that is Over, the it's difference. Overwhelming. It's oh, the, the the in terms of endearment are overwhelming. Um, and ab- abnormally so. So that is what you need to
1: to recognize. And to be careful of. Correct. The speed that this happens is also. It's unusual. almost like speed dating, isn't it's it? Speed dating. Um, one minute they look at your picture, the next minute they're in love with you. Which is actually, how can you be in love with a picture? But somehow I have to say it is it is mind manipulation because you want to believe it something in your mind of course says this is completely ridiculous and something says but i want to believe it it's true so of course you don't go around broadcasting this to your friends and family because if you showed them anything like this you fear that they will tell you this is a scam and uh, so that's
0: an important uh, sorry for cutting into you there that's
1: an important factor
0: um and I've, I've, I've heard it time and again from people that I've interviewed, is that somehow you, first first of all, they are incredibly adept at alienating you from your circle of influence. Yes. They will approach you in such a manner that you will trust them more than you will trust your family and more than you will trust your real-life friends. That is how good powerful. they are. That's how powerful the connection is that they are able to create with you. And somehow, Julian, I'm sure you have a gut feeling um, of some sorts. Why did you ignore that gut feeling? And why do you think other people ignore that gut feeling?
1: Well, I guess we all want to feel loved and uh, adored and um, worshipped. And uh, the, the one particular sentence that I do recall was that this person said, I want to take all your battles away. I am your knight in shining armor. This person happened to be allegedly Italian, so he called himself my personal Italian stallion. I'm so ridiculous. And a sensible person would never fall for it. And when I'm busy, I would also never fall for it. But it was the right time and the right place. And one also must be very careful of how you describe yourself on social media. When I think about it, I describe myself as being a golfer, loving um, beach walks and horses and uh, jewelry. And I suppose that gives off an image, if you like. It projects an image of a certain kind of social standing and wealth. And of course, that is what they're looking for they're not looking for poor people. Um, And the intention is never to meet you. Um, There's always a a problem with meeting you. And this is where the, the start of the money comes into it. Because after, as you so well put it previously, they have groomed you to such a point where you would jump over a balcony for them.
0: That was the point because because we previously in the previous episode we spoke to a very well known um, in fact she's world renowned um, psychologist Dorianne Wheel uh, she's affectionately known as Dr D and she was saying that they basically use this drip technique of gradually um, befriending you indoctrinating you winning over your trust um, you know and and that is basically how you fall into this trap because you don't realize it's they do it
1: so artfully it's gradually you don't even realize that it's happening right you don't realize it's happening to you at, at, together with maybe a hundred other women at the same time by the same person um it, it's it's so clever and so artful and i have to say exceptionally professional they don't miss a trick, and. After the grooming story comes the drama, on their way to meet you, something happens. Um, They were caught for taxes, they were caught for drugs, they were caught for something or other. Uh, Somebody has to have an emergency operation. And they're also clever to get other people to call you, members of their family, supposedly doctors, uh, detectives, goodness knows who. So
0: I want to interject you there. Yes. The reason why they are able to do that is that you must not underestimate the technology that they have got access to. For example, they will tell you, you know, my child is dying. My child needs this emergency mm-hmm. operation and they will put the kid on the phone. But it's not the kid yes. on the
1: phone. They're using voice altering software to pretend to be that kid. Precisely. You. I, I mean, I often said to this person, you are scamming me. I, I know it. I feel it and i in fact a few times blocked him and then i would get a call with a rome digit from a a supposedly uh, a call from rome saying how dare you do this to me it's so insulting nobody's ever blocked me um and other people call you um this man is in such trouble and and it's always high drama the wife is dying of cancer somebody had a Uh, jumped in front of a bus and had a shocking accident and all it's all up to you to save their lives Um, and of course you wonder where all their relatives where all their friends nobody is available and how clever it was for me because I wanted a a lawyer's letter drawn up that we have a loan agreement but of course all the lawyers are closed all the offices are closed because it's Christmas And this particular person told me his Standard Bank private banking account had been hacked and they wanted to see him in South Africa in order to reopen the account. And, of course, promises to pay you back with interest and, and, and. Um, And before you know it, you're unraveling in this terrible web of deception that you don't, at the end of it, know who you are. You don't dare tell anybody about this because, of course, you, you know that they're going to laugh at you um and you fear that yourself of course um it's the most troubling dangerous and horrible exercise to get into and once you're in involved in this web, it's it's terribly hard to recover from it
0: and of course you know you create this phantom relationship that you don't realize is phantom because to you it feels real. You've now created this relationship with a picture of the Italian Stalin, as you call him. Um you know, this perfect looking man or perfect looking woman. But in reality, behind that perfect looking man or woman is another person who has been scammed, someone who is now a victim of identity theft because they've stolen that image and as I mentioned in the beginning, uh, when they steal pictures of people, they are able to create roughly on average between three thousand and three and a half thousand new fake Facebook profiles with just one single image. That is staggering it's absolutely frightening that they can create that amount of fake profiles from just one picture and the other thing that they're able to do is they will then do a video call with you and use a video image of that person to try and convince you that you are speaking to the real person
1: correct
0: do not underestimate the intelligence of
1: these people or the technology that they have got access to Yes, it's far beyond any of our technology, let's say. Um, and they will even send you pictures or images of a passport or a business flight, a card, um, a ticket. They're able to recreate any kind of image within minutes that comes to you, which I even had a document from the Italian police allegedly say that he owes me X amount of money which will be paid back immediately on arrival with 50% interest Um, and I could then get a car of my choice uh, jewelry God knows what and as a as a gift he would like to buy me an apartment of course in Camps Bay (laughs) I don't know where Camps Bay comes into this but it does enter the picture a lot in these scams which I must Confess to you, I seem to be located not in Cabs Bay, but in Cape Town. The syndicates, I'm told, there are three extremely dangerous syndicates, Nigerian-controlled, in Cape Town, in an area called Table View, uh, particularly so.
0: I just want to acknowledge a a comment here by Kathy, and she was saying it's amazing how Facebook has got the ability to delete legitimate pages but allows scammers to remain even if they are reported. Um, This seems to be a huge challenge because Facebook seems to use their AI to communicate with users and identify uh, pages, and somehow it would appear that the AI is faulty it's it's not working very well if legitimate pages are getting um deleted by facebook but so many millions millions of scam pages are there because they are so well connected on the social media platforms that if one profile gets deleted they've got thousands to spare they don't really care um if one if one is is they've they've already got them pre-built they'll just simply switch to um to another one the other problem also that and we're singling out facebook in this instance because it's the largest social social media platform um basically the reason why they can do this is because they can send out unlimited friend requests there's no limit on friend requests so it's like the old email phishing emails yes has been replaced with sending friend requests so the in the same way that you used to get thousands of emails before from scammers you're now getting these thousands and thousands of friend requests being sent out on facebook to connect with people with the intention to deceive them and to manipulate them and to Steal defraud their money. them and steal their money. That is why that is why they do it. And so as users of 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 the social media platforms, we need as I think we tend to forget that as users, some the social media platforms have gone to great lengths to sell us the notion and the message that they are a powerhouse and that we would be losing out. But we forget that as users we have got a great measure of power and i and i i believe that the direction we should should go into is that as users we need to start demanding that the social media platforms create a safe environment um for us on which to operate um they need to provide us with verified accounts because if we have verified accounts then the scammers cannot open i was gobsmacked Jillian to find out the amount of Facebook accounts that exists for children under the age of 13 Mm -hmm. bearing in mind that Facebook says you need to be 13 years old to have an account there are millions millions of accounts of children under the age of 13 why because accounts are not verified and that is what enables scammers to have to be so prolific on the platform so we need to start asserting ourselves and saying we want verified accounts so we can keep ourselves safe we don't want facebook to go away we love facebook right but we just want them to be
1: uh, want them to be responsible mm. that's what we want all social media platforms have their place but one must be very cautious. And it seems to be certain um, professions are chosen like oil rigs. Anybody on an oil rig or uh, in Afghanistan or the American army, I don't know, they, they like these sort of things where they get into deep uh, difficulties, getting off the rig or on the rig or something like that. They have absolutely no intention whatsoever of meeting the person. Correct. Just, that that this is absolutely irrelevant the irrelevancy is to capture the person's attention and and then start um alienating them from their bank accounts Um, so so that is it in the hard nut of a truth that is it and that's what i realized till i eventually had financial difficulties myself and found myself really in the street i was on the street and ended up in a shelter and,
0: you know, if if somebody
1: else told you that this is what happened to them, what would you think? I'd say it's impossible. Then you're a fool. And um, in, in fact, um, just on this note, I must tell you that it's, it's not uncommon that one's family and friends are the first to uh, criticise and to um, alienate themselves from this person who seems to have taken leave of their senses. Um, I do have a friend who this very minute is being scammed um, by, of course, a Spanish man, tall, dark, good looking from Camps Bay, yes, but also has a helicopter and so on in the south of Spain, but is building a bridge in Lesotho. It's, It's all a bizarre story. Thus far, she has given him 16 million rand, a house, a diamond watch, paid for all his medical expenses. And if you told her she was being scammed, she will see you to the door because she does not believe it and and that's the whole issue here they are so clever at um overtaking your emotions and feelings that that you do believe it although you have your moments where you say this can't be true but you do believe it you want to believe no the issue is you want to believe it so what you want to do what you, what
0: you know you need to do and what you actually do are two different things Absolutely. because people forget that you're human at the end of the day with human feelings. And as we mentioned in the beginning, we all have this longing for connection, for recognition, acknowledgement. And of course, if somebody flatters you all the time, um, you know, your human side is going to kick in above your intellectual knowledge, for
1: example, um, you know absolutely i mean i'm not a fool i'm a university graduate and that's even more unforgivable because you know in the aftermath when people ask you about this there is some kind of shame of course and statement to it that one was um being scammed out of millions in my case um because i thought if, if i stop giving this person money then i'll never get anything back and i really believed it that I, he would step off the plane, we would go straight to the bank, he'd pay me back, I'd get my Aston Martin and wow, and we'd go off to Tiffany's for jewelry. I mean, it's, it's impossible, but, but it happened to me, so it is possible. And I'm considered to be quite a cautious person. So I intend, with the rest of the career that's left to me, um, to run workshops really to show people especially those of us who are over 40 who did not grow up with computers and laptops and phones and goodness knows what and to show them the techniques and to help them to prevent them from falling into the same dreadful trap And I must tell you that officialdom in this particular country, it does not help at all because the police are very reluctant to accept these kind of cases. They don't understand cybercrime. They say, unless somebody was holding a gun to your head, how come you transferred money to some stranger? Um, I just want to interject there.
0: That's a very important point that you mentioned. And we've mentioned this before uh, as well, is that, you know, you can be... A professional person and you can be a pilot you can be a teacher you can be a medical doctor you can be a psychologist but that doesn't mean that you are trained in cybercrime and that's the difference that's great. you and I are not trained in cybercrime and that is why it's so easy for us to become victims and that is why it doesn't mean that you are stupid because you got caught you just are not trained in cybercrime it
1: never occurred to me it wasn't the picture of the person on the profile. I didn't know you could do that. I mean, of course you can do it, but I didn't believe it.
0: I just want to quickly answer. Um, Sebastian asked the question earlier about the video. Um, let me find that comment very quickly. You asked it, how is it possible to come across a video and not to be caught by the, f- by the fact that it's fake? Because they're so clever, Sebastian, what they'll do is they will play a section of the video um, and generally, they will explain to the person that they're translating because you know English isn't good or whatever. And they'll play just a short segment, and then they will say, you know, they will scramble the video and say, oh, you know, our signal's bad. <laughs> so they'll play mm-hmm. just a short enough segment for you to see the person and see the person talking, and then they'll scramble it and say, you know, sorry, signal bad. We need to do we need to do a, a telephone call now, mm-hmm.
1: and that's how they do it their skills should not be underestimated. They are extremely clever with spyware and technology that we've never even heard of. Um, I believe the Nigerian skill with um, cybercrime and this kind of um, very serious crime is, is phenomenal. And it's particularly easy in this country to do because of the absence of really very strong law enforcement agencies like the FBI or US Secret Service, and even in England, people get caught. Scammers get caught and even some of the money gets recovered. But it's it's laundering of money. It's all sorts of things going on.
0: It's an elaborate scheme and you need to realize that this is not a sidekick for scammers. This is their day job. Mm-hmm. They do this full time. They've got nothing else but to focus on Deceiving and defrauding people in elaborate schemes, very, very elaborate schemes. A lot of them are university graduates, the yes. kingpins. they're not stupid people. Wow. Um, so yes. don't be fooled at all. But jillian I want to talk a little bit of how this, how did this the the what were some of the effects that it's had on you personally um after being scammed?
1: Well, it was exceptionally alarming, and I felt my whole life was unraveling. Um with it pretty well in place at that stage. Um, I didn't feel at all good mentally, psychologically. And of course, I was homeless. I've never been homeless in my life. My family abandoned me. I was um, sitting at police stations and hospitals, uh, hoping to be admitted, frankly. Um, And then I ended up in a shelter near um, a place called Pretoria. where they're actually running a different scam of defrauding people of their pensions and their grants and giving them rotten food and 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 treating them as if they were in a concentration camp so i spent 10 months in such a place and that's a very very sobering experience and i intend to expose these people at the highest to the highest authorities they will be closed and banned because nobody should be for prey to that sort of thing because it's truly truly scandalous
0: and so my next um question to you is Julian, if any of your relatives are watching this because in many cases and it's happened to you your relatives have turned their backs on you so if cool. your relatives are watching this what do you what do you want to say to them
1: my relatives happen to be uh, financially very successful um i would say to them you know give a moment of thought that you're not that it could never happen to you because it can anything can happen to you um, don't be so arrogant to believe that uh, such a, a parent a transparent thing could happen to you. it can happen to anybody in the sneakiest of ways. And I think the fact that relatives abandon a person, and friends, so-called friends, it's, it's, it's really tragic, especially w- w- when the time is when you need them most. Because if you would show them what happened, they would laugh at you. Um, and laughing is, it's no laughing matter. The only people who are not surprised by this are the psychiatrists, because they see three or four women a week uh, on this very subject. Psychiatrists and psychologists have seen this all before. They know how it works. And they know just how clever um, these people are. And what a very dangerous thing it is, because so many women, I have to say, only 5% of them worldwide report this to the police because of humiliation and, and shame and the stigma
0: attached. So so that's a big point as well, is that currently, it's underreported because of the shame that's attached to it. Yes. Um, and also, there are not enough, in fact, there are no documented studies of the effects that a scam has on a person. Um, and because there's not enough studies being done, there are no protocols for taking care of people who've been scammed there's no protocols for psychologists no. there's no protocols for police services and there should be because when a, when a person has been scammed you need to enter into a treatment program yes. um, to help you cope with it psychologically to, but also you need to be able to report it to the police in a dignified manner not in a manner because currently what's happening is people when they report that they are shamed they are first some police officers will not even take a report we've had instances of where people were told by the police laughed at by the police they were told that they are not debt collectors and then that they refused to open the case so all those protocols still need to be established
1: of course they need to be established because you asked me what effect well from a person who is very confident and um on top of their game i lost all my self-confidence and self-esteem um how did i see a question here how did i survive a shelter yeah I'd like, just, I'd like to just i'd like
0: to just answer that question by wow, re-
1: re- that, that, re- is, yeah. that is a terrible experience that could happen to anybody um in these shelters, I must tell you, there's not only people who um, be scammed, that's unusual. There are people who've been retrenched, uh, they can't find work. Um, and they 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 fondly call the um, shelter the farm. It's actually a plot far away from civilization where there's no television, there's there's no um, communication with anybody. So they uh, they, they treat the people with a certain arrogance, not a certain arrogance, a definite arrogance and cruelty. There were people who were deaf and dumb girls in one of the places I was at who were mentally retarded and they were often beaten up and they had a feeling of the job I was trained to do and I had a very good camera a telephone camera and I was taking pictures of this. They confiscated my camera and replaced it with a cheap um, model that doesn't take pictures. Um, And then they fined you for ridiculous things, for crossing the wrong line or something. It is an absolute scandal and I will make sure that this is exposed in this country. I'm not sure about shelters worldwide, but certainly in South Africa, this is a very common thing. And I understand from people around that they are all operating on similar principles. They accept food donations, and they accept clothing donations, which they resell, and the food they keep for themselves, and the people are giving, given dry bread and two-minute noodles or something. It's so
0: I want to corroborate what you're saying, um, because we had a guest on the show previously, uh, a lady by the name of Pietro. And she exposed a similar thing. She she also wrote to me telling me about the awful conditions in the in the shelters. Um, you know, I think in the shelter in one of the shelters she was in, she they were only allowed to bath three times a week. Yes. Only three times a week were they allowed to and bath. They were
1: only fed three times a week.
0: And and they were not, yeah, they were not given. And I think one of the things she mentioned is that they were getting receiving donations from uh, big corporate companies, for yes. example, made donations to these shelters, and then, but the food and the clothing that were donated never actually reached the intended recipients.
1: I would also like to add that they call themselves care centers. There is no, there's no possibility of a, even a, a band aid in one of these places, and many people die unnecessarily, de- unnecessary deaths there because nothing is recognized and the people are treated like a uh, scum. And it takes uh, an ambulance, I don't know, four or five hours to reach this place and only called at the last moment. Um, it, it's truly a scandal of the highest order and must be exposed in the highest um, government responsible sector. And I will make it my business to do that because I was um, evicted from one shelter um, because I was dressing too nicely or it's not a fashion parade um, and went to a worse one and another lady who was dropped off by social services who was colored was evicted the next day and um, because of her color and. Um, they're far right wing people, and there are people you have never ever come across in your life before, making themselves a fortune out of poverty.
0: So Sebastian asks, "How do they? How are they approved? Mm-hmm. Sebastian, I don't know. They simply exist, and I actually personally called a uh, a social worker and I asked them, you know, how is it possible that people can live in such appalling conditions and um she said you know she's trying she's she she said she eventually just gave up because there was no point in fighting the system any longer and she literally turns off her emotions and has to for her own sanity turn a blind eye um but she was very much aware of the conditions that I that I raised it's just that she said she she got to a point where she was so exhausted Trying to get the attention of the authorities, so it's a very, very real and sad problem. Jilin, what's
1: next for you? Ah, what's next for me is uh, another book. This won't be a novel. This is a book (laughs) on being scammed (laughs) and um, tips for people. As much as it is very attractive and very um, alluring, um, to become involved with such a sort of a person an image on online um the, the the dangers are really too great a book and then next i'm giving these workshops and people over 40 have to attend because <laughs> those are the people that they are looking for that lady you mentioned petra worked in for 20 years it's unbelievable she worked in the foreign for a forensic department of one of the largest banks here and she said they didn't work with cybercrime so they didn't know about this kind of thing, which is, it's phenomenal. She lost her it's pension. It's staggering, isn't it? Totally staggering. She lost her pension to the scammer. And furthermore, she couldn't get him arrested because she knew where he lived and knew his number and knew everything. And you mustn't forget how things work in this country. And I'm not afraid to say that. If um, money is exchanged, anything can be done. Um, you can open a, a shelter, you can pay a scammer, a scammer can pay the police, etc., etc. So you are forced to go to a private detective, pay them another fortune to go and catch the scam. Put them in jail and God knows what next time they're walking out in the streets and paid somebody in the prison to get out. So it, but it really is a very, very dangerous thing and we must... Um, do everything possible to help people who are I must say lonely or, or it, it seems a safe environment that that phone in front of you or the laptop but it's not safe at all
0: so I think we are going to um and and split. Yes, Rita Sprit is saying, can we help her out of the shelter? She has been helped out of the shelter. Um, but, you know, again, even though she's been helped out of the shelter, she, like everyone else who's been through this process, is in dire need of psycho- psychiatric and psychological yes. support. Yes. We don't have the protocols yet. We need to develop the protocols. But every single person who's had an experience of being scammed need psychological support. I don't know what the solution is. We need to help people that end up in shelters. We need to help um, people get help, you know, to get back onto their feet. I don't know if we should start a GoFundMe or something, but we need to start arming ourselves with information um, about how scams work, and we need to educate ourselves Um, and realize that this danger is, you know, irrespective of who we are, we can still fall victim. They are, you know, again, I want to reiterate, you're not getting scammed by one person. You get scammed by a syndicate that operates 24-7. They've got tentacles all over the world. Very often they operate right under the noses of the authorities and intelligence um, agencies that are that brazen, that are that organized they um operate below the radar they are experts in doing that so if they can operate below the radar and they can operate within range of intelligence agencies what makes you think that you are clever enough to evade uh, or escape their tentacles you're not everyone if we are active on social media we can fall victim so we need to lock down our social media accounts we don't want Facebook to go away we don't want other social media platforms to go away we simply want them to practice responsible social media to verify accounts to close the doors that allow scammers to open millions of fake accounts um, to verify accounts so we can shut the door so we can have a safe environment on Facebook we can have a safe environment on Twitter on LinkedIn Um, on the dating sites. We just want them to lock it down and to verify accounts so that we can prevent the scammers from plying their trade because it's the anonymity on the social media platforms that permit them to ply their trade.
1: Hmm. That's quite true. I must tell you at this juncture that um, Facebook came out uh, very badly and had to pay many millions of dollars Um, to Israel for promoting and carrying um, Hezbollah and uh, other Palestinian um, groups' messages and hastening their um, intention to destroy uh, innocent people. And Facebook fought this to the end. And in a class action suit last year, um, they were found guilty. So more of us must pay attention to this because um, it's not going to go away uh, then it, it's a very easy way to make money and um, if you've got these kind of people who are very clever out there with their technology making very easy money with nobody um <laughs> to apprehend them this is going to continue in in an even more frightening way
0: We're out of time. I want to thank each one of you for joining us today. Julian, thank you for sharing your experience and your story. And to you, the viewers, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Periscope um, and on Twitch, I want to say thank you very much for joining us live. Um, and to those watching on the replay, thank you for watching as well. And remember, let's become responsible. Let's practice responsible social media. Let's educate ourselves. Let's create awareness, one conversation at a time. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you again soon. From me, Bridgette Limban in Cape Town, it's goodbye for now.